to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it, like Biggie tried to do, and saying, no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666, you can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. One of the most dangerous mindsets of, of many modern-day Christians is relative truth. Relative truth is a belief that makes the truth of God fit the desires and ambitions of men. That's taking the truth and making it fit with your plan instead of it being God's plan. Y'all hear people all the time. God told me. God, the Lord spoke to me and told me to do this to you. And God told me and told me. When that man told me that about the pool, he didn't mention God. He didn't mention Jesus. He didn't mention the Holy Ghost. He didn't say God sent me. God took nothing. He just said, remember this, son. Drain the pool. And those were some of the most powerful words in my entire life. And they didn't have Jesus wrapped all over it. It was just truth. Are y'all listening to me? People use Jesus and God to try to make their words more powerful don't come to me with that I, I, I don't like that the Lord laid you on my heart really or were you just thinking about me <laughs> just say that maybe he did maybe he didn't why do you have to say that why, why did it have to be the precursor that makes what you, you know, ooh, really ooh. okay wait 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 okay I'm ready what the saith You're trying to be deep? I know when I talk to you, I mean, everyone in here knows, especially the guys that ride with me and I, we talk all the time or people that I talk to a lot. You know, I don't ever do that. Right. Brother God told me to tell you. Ain't nobody in here heard me say that, have you? No. Amen. Because somebody, every time they tell somebody something, the Lord, the Lord didn't. The Lord laid a lot of things on your heart. A lot of things on your heart, you laid there. A lot of it is your own motive and your own intent. A lot, lot of it is just what you want. A lot of it you being sneaky and conniving and trying to use the Lord to legitimize it. Oh, I can't get amens. That's all right. I know I'm telling the truth in this place. I mean, just cut all that out. Amen. Ain't nobody in here deep. We're all a bunch of human beings in here trying to know a supernatural God. Amen. So, amen. Relative truth is the belief that just fits what we want, what we think, how we behave, it fits it. You know, it fits God in it. So we just put him in it. So we go do our thing, create our thing, everything. And then we, you know, try to screw God in like a boat to hold it all together. And then we go around telling everybody, look what God did. Look what God told me to do. See, God did this. God built this. Really, did he? Relative. Romans 8 and 7. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. 
For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. So your carnal desires can't be uh, 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 what God wants. That's what you want. They don't fit. God doesn't fit in what you want. God has what he wants and then he'll lead you to do what he wants if you follow him. But your carnal desires, don't, that doesn't make it God. And you can't stamp God on that because you want to do it. I can't get amens in here, but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Amen. You know, we, we get so caught up in that, the folks don't even want to work a job. Folks don't even want to take care of their family and do, because that's too normal. It's too normal. Too normal to go to work every day. Uh-uh. God's taking me full time. Full time in what? <laughs> Blogging? Everybody got a blog. How you going to pay book bills? Blogging. And signed up for WordPress and I'm launching it. I'm launching my ministry. How many views? Uh, 12. <laughs> You're right. You are launching your ministry. I see it by the hits. You launched that. Amen. God came to me and said, build a website about Megafest. I cried. So, Beth, I tell you, I cried and didn't want to do it. I said, Lord, please, I don't want to do this. I don't want to build this. I don't want to go against T.D. Jakes. I don't want to do this. This is going to be, I just don't want to do it. And I cried. Then I cried, baby. I was crying to my wife. Lord, please don't do this. God said, build it. I called Tim. He's like, what? You sure? Because, <laughs> you know, we were scared to death of T.D. Jakes. Like, back then, he was like Grand Poobah. It's like, dude, I'm not doing this. And man, we we, we ended up building it. We didn't want to. We built it a week. Thousands, thousands, thousands of hits. 10, 20, 50, 100,000 hits. See, that's God. You see what I'm saying? God told me to build that because he blew on it and it went everywhere. Me and my wife randomly taking a trip somewhere. We was in Alexander, Virginia, riding in the car. And the radio announcer, yeah, we're going to have to talk about this G. Craig Lewis. I'm like, ah, what? <laughs> now, this is before EX Ministry. This is, I'm like, did he just say my name? Yeah, he built this website. And, and people are counseling. This, they, they're not going to this mega fest. And man, this is something. He's got these secular artists. And I'm sitting there listening. I'm like, my goodness that's God you see what I'm saying that's when God does it he told me to build it and I built it just like Noah he told me to build it, build it I built it then he did what he wanted to with it you see what I'm saying but just because you got an idea to write a blog and you think it's going to go all over and this is what I hate when they do they call me or send me an email hey doc you think you can post this link on your site no because it's not my site but I'm going to pull some stuff off your site and put it on mine. You can do that all day long. It ain't going to change your views. Because it has to be God. If it's not God, it ain't going to happen. That's all right. Here, let me preach to this section. I don't care how good it is in your chest. Bubbling over. If it ain't God, it ain't going nowhere. Can I just tell the truth? Yes. Folk here at the church. There are people here. There are members here right now because they think they're going to ride G. Craig into the sunset. <laughs> right. I'll share the warfare with you. You ready for that? I'm serious. No, it don't happen that way. 
It don't happen that way. It don't happen for you until it's time for you. And the way you know it's time for you is you gave up on it. Because if you're trying to make it happen, God's not in it. Let me read the scripture again so they'll understand that last statement I just made. Because the carnal mind is what? Against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. It can't be. So your idea, God ain't blowing on that. God ain't thinking about you and your vision. That's your vision. And that's why you don't have provision. Because that's your vision. How you send me a letter asking me for money to help your vision? People do that every day. Every day. Especially from Africa. Africa and India. Every day. They send long pages. Brother, the people need the gospel. Then preach it. And we're trying to build 50 churches. And we want to know how much you want to contribute. Nothing. I'm trying to build a church. But what about the people? What about them? I got 200 of them right in here. What about them? But these people, these people what? They, they don't have the gospel. That's why you're there. But I need, shut up! Brother, you got Nine million hits on your website. You need to share some of that. And let us just post one picture on your page. And it'll generate, man, I could put a picture of you, your mama, and all your kids on our page. There ain't nobody going to give to you. Because it don't work like that. I could get up publicly and say, everyone, please, this is a man of God. Follow Asashiban Hoshabai. He's a great man of God. Y'all give him money. Give him money. You know how much he's going to get? Nothing. Because you can't. It doesn't work. Look at somebody say it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. I can't. You blessed now. Go on. You carry the anointing of EX ministry. It's going to happen for you. I can't make it happen for anybody. I didn't make it happen for me. And did it happen? What happened? What are we talking about? What is the happening? Like that moving up? I mean the happening? When truth is relative to our own desires, it does what? You don't need the Bible because the Bible's going to talk against what you want to do. So you just have to not read the Bible and make up your own words of God. God told me. He showed me. See, he showed me, then he told me. He told me, then he showed me. He showed me and told me. God told me. He spoke. He said. He told me. He showed me. He told me. And he told me. And then he showed me. That's what you think. What does the word of God say? It makes reading the word a formality or desired hobby instead of a lesson and study. You ain't reading the word to learn nothing. You're reading it because you're supposed to. It's word time. It's word time. It's word time. I tried to call you. Yeah, but you tried to call me. During my word time. Okay, well, go ahead. And you just read and read. And after you finish reading, whoo, Lord, bless the reading of this word. And then get up and go do the food. Get on phone, gossip, talk about people. Just. Can I tell the truth in ABC? 
Study to show thyself approved of God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed. Rightly dividing what? Got to be able to rightly divide it, man. You ain't no Christian if you don't know how to rightly divide the word and understand what the word is really saying. Then what are you following? Well, brother, I just don't understand it. That's why you come to church. So you can get an understanding. That's why God gave you preachers. So they can rightly divide the word. Amen. Amen. Relative truth destroys the very foundation of the church and causes people to seek the word that will validate their desires and ambitions. That's why people leave churches. See, his ministering, it just don't do it for me. It it doesn't. No, it don't do it for me. See, because I need someone to cultivate this anointing that I have. Vampire? Why you got to start talking spooky? Validate and this is the anointing. Uh, uh, uh. 2 Timothy 4 and 3. For the time will come when they will not take the true teaching. (laughs) But moved by their desires, they will get for themselves a great number of teachers. I'm going to read this in probably a different translation every week. They will get for themselves a great number of teachers for the pleasure of hearing them. That teacher makes me, oh, he makes me feel like I can do it. Ah, you, 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 from what you've been through, you should have been done what? Blew your brains out. Lost your mind. Blew your brains out and lost your, why don't you quit doing stuff that makes you want to grab a gun? If you quit doing stuff, maybe you won't lose your mind. Won't you quit eating hog fat and pig back? Because your brain ain't working good off of that greasy fat. That's why you lost your mind. Hog jaw and hog neck. But I mean, every part. Do y'all need every part? Look, somebody like, I don't care what you say. After service, I'm going to get me. Just got to eat all of the hog. Hog breath tea. Breath? How did you get the breath? <laughs> let, me, let me finish. Don't let none of it go to waste. None of it. False prophets enter churches to put on a relative truth show. That's what the whole thing is. The false prophet. Relative truths. Cars don't even have parking spaces outside. They will pack that joint out. Tell you something. I was talking to this one lady. And she was telling me, I was asking about her mom, you know. I said, well, your mom, is your mom a believer? She said, no, she practices voodoo. Witchcraft. I said, really? She said, but she goes to church. And man, that shocked me. I mean, it didn't shock me, but I was like, okay, she goes to church. She probably, why does she go to church? She said, well, let me take that back. She only goes to church when a prophet is in town. And she gives all of her money to the prophet. And when he come to town, the false prophet, they get, she gives all the money to him. And I was like, why does she do that? But then I started thinking about it. It makes sense. You know, because she practices voodoo, she wants to see the sideshow. You know, just like the lady following Paul, declaring that these are the men of the most high God. She's in a taint. But they do that. It's like old voodoo workers and then... Fine young things, they all go to the prophets, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, them little young tenders. Yeah, they line them up. 
And he's prophesying, yes, I see 36, 24. If you in here, raise your hand. Preach, John. Preach, John. You heard an audience. If you've ever been, you've heard that. That first name yell, they do it. It's sexual. Yeah. And then he say something good. Ooh. All that. That's demonic. Get out of there. A curse will come on you, especially if you're single. A curse on you and you'll never get a man. You'll get a man, but in your dreams. He'll be floating in the sky and, and molesting you at night. Because when he lays hands on you, when he speaks into your life, he gains authority over your home and he will astral project his wicked self into your bedroom. Yes, he will. I know the ones that do it. I know the books they read. I know how they learned it. Uh, yes, yes. And they, they got big names too. We talked about them in the uh, Thieves in the Temple. Yeah. And gave folks venereal diseases, STDs, everything. They, yeah, they send us the letters. Brother, can you expose him because he gave my daughter such and such. I said, yes, I'll do it right after I expose you. What was you doing there? Come telling me about him and you up in there. Can I tell the truth to y'all? Hey Amen. Am I getting too graphic? I'll back it off a little bit. The, they line people up or call people out to prophesy on them randomly about money, success, and everything what? Relative to their wants and desires. That's all they're doing. You think they don't know what you want? Because you are in there, they know you want something. And they know what you want is carnal. It's not spiritual. Because if what you wanted was spiritual, you wouldn't be in there with a false prophet. So they already know. Then they've already been through the church books, the church computer. They know your name. They know who goes there. That's so easy to find now. They've been on people.com. And they get up. Somebody in here has a square house. Square. Perfect square. Ooh, I see it. If you got a square house, just, just raise your hand. Go to it. Why you got to say anything? Just walk. Come here, brother. Brother with the square house, come here. Why you got to? Somebody. Somebody what? There's someone in here. Is it? There's 8,000 people in here. Random. Isn't that random? That's some photos. I can't believe people actually buy into it. I blocked the dude on Twitter. Ah, oh, brother, no, 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 you wrong now. Now, he may mess with a bunch of women. He may be out of line. He may be in sin. But he's a true prophet. I said, block forever. Block. Just block. Block. That's the dumbest thing ever. How do you let that come out of your mouth? Can I keep preaching in here? Beware of false prophets, Matthew 7 and 15, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly, inwardly they are what? Ravening wolves. Ravening wolves. Always trying to duplicate something they saw God do. That's what it is. That's how it starts. See, what they do, they, they start out as floaters. And what a floater is, is that's that person that just goes to moves of God trying to figure out the move of God. That's what Simon the Sorcerer tried to do. Simon the Sorcerer believed so he could get in with him. Then he tried to figure it out. Okay, what are they doing that I'm not doing because this audience is huge. 
<laughs> and then finally, when he couldn't figure it out, he just asked him, like, look, I can't figure out what y'all are doing because y'all not using the meds I have. Y'all are like, y'all got something else, so how much does it cost? Because <laughs> <laughs> I need to add that to my repertoire. Because these pills that get expensive every now and then. But see, y'all ain't using nothing that costs money. So I really want to buy into this, this pyramid scheme. I mean, can you, can, can you put me in contact? That's what it was. Yes, sir. That's what it was. So they hunt out these moves of God. I know people like that. Just all, just always looking for the next best thing. Always, and then when they finally find it and get exposed to it, then they start trying to have the next best thing. So they start sending out announcements. God is getting ready to move in this place. Come June the 8th and the power of God is going to be in the place. God has told me that, 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 that people, if you need, have needs, God is going to grant your needs. That's June the 8th. Then you go to the website a few days later, it got canceled. Oh, my bad. It's canceled. Now it's going to be June the 10th because we lost the building. But God said that June the 10th, he's going to come in and he's was June the 8th. God, what did, did, and people, oh, oh, God moved it. God changed his mind. He's, he's on the 10th now. I'll be there. I'll be there because y'all can change his mind. Can I keep preaching in this place? I don't understand that. There are true prophets of God. A true prophet is not looking for an occasion to prophesy. Man, I said a mouthful, didn't I? He's not looking for an occasion. He's not looking for a stage and a platform and setting it up so everyone will come. It's not a true prophet. It's somebody that's trying to merchandise it. First John 4 and 1. Beloved, believe not what? No, but try the spirits whether they are of God. And it doesn't say try the spirit by the spirit. It just says try the spirit. Because many false prophets are going out into the world. How do you know it's a false prophet? Because real ones don't seek platform stages, etc. That's right. That's right. True prophets are the ones that are hated by those that desire relative truth. That's how you can tell. You can tell the difference because the real prophet is the one they don't want to come to town. The one they're trying to stop. Ahab. Yeah, he's like, look, I got people on staff that are prophesying. Yeah, but if you pan them, what do you think they're going to say? The Lord is angry with you and he's going to take your whole kingdom from you. Did I say the wrong thing? Yes, you did. You fired. I mean, <laughs> if you pan him, then that means he can only prophesy a certain way. Say, so it's like, go get Jehoshaphat. No, don't get Jehoshaphat. Why, king? Everything that man says is doom and gloom. Well, maybe that's because you married to Jezebel, the worst woman in this whole Bible. <laughs> Did he know he was married to the witch of all witches? It's like, dude, your wife, man. I mean, I'm sorry, but dude, your wife is like going to go down in history as being just. <laughs> Try the spirits whether they are God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. The true prophets are the ones that are hated by those that want false prophets. Don't let him come because he messed my church up. He messes with the giving. I had a preacher tell me that one time. Brother, I want to bring you, but I can't. Because you don't bring no money. Now, you bring people. But you don't bring no money. It's okay. Your mama. <laughs> true prophets. 
what? They carry apps, not relative truth, not based on what you're thinking and wanting and thinking and trying. They carry absolute truth. That means the truth might be good for you and it might hurt your feelings. Or both. Because if it hurts your feelings, it is good for you. Because now maybe you might change. Amen. That's absolute truth. The world hates these prophets because they speak of the evils of the world. And when God told me this, Willa couldn't do nothing but cry. And it inhibits Christians from being loved by the world. The true prophet preaches against the world. And if you listen and follow them, you got to be hated by the world. They want the false prophet because the false prophet will incorporate the desires of the world. But the true prophet will draw the line and say, no, this is the world. This is the church. Can't have them together. John 7 and 7, the world cannot hate you. This is Jesus. It can't hate you. It's really hating me. And the reason he said it cannot hate you is because he was talking to his brethren that were of the world. So he's telling them, oh, no, the world can't hate you because you would have. He said, the world hates me because I testify of it. Or I tell y'all that the world, that the works that are in the world are evil. He's basically saying, so the world loves y'all because y'all are evil. Well, Jesus was cold-blooded with this group. The Bible said this was his brethren. His kinfolks, his brethren. And so he's telling them, look, the world ain't going to hate y'all. Because y'all, y'all with them. But the world hates me. Because I tell the world that the stuff they're doing is wrong. That's right. As a matter of fact, y'all go on up to Galilee. Y'all, y'all go up, up there. I mean, it, my time is not yet. They're like, what does that mean? Uh, you, you, know, you ain't going to get it. Just go on. In other words, Jesus didn't want to roll with them. Then the Bible says as soon as they left, he went on to Galilee. He went on behind them. But he didn't want to roll with them because the world loved them and hated him. Can I tell the truth in here? Yeah, he's like, y'all, y'all go on, go on, go on, go on, go on and tarry. Tarry up in there. But my time is not yet. You know, Jesus is just, my time's not yet. And so he leaves, like, all right. <laughs> Got rid of the riffraff. Now let me move on. And he can't hang with them. True prophet of God does not speak of himself or seek his own glory. Right. Amen. I had somebody tell me one time, Doc, you bring me, Doc, Doc, you know, we ought to, you need to start having your own engagements, just going to a town, setting up, having your own engagements, man, and, you know, you can just bring in brothers you know, you know, like, you know, like, for instance, um, like me. <laughs> You know, people just, I mean, anybody, it don't have to be me, but you know, but it may, could be like me and I come in and do, you know, you know, cause brother, you know, I, I sure can prophesy. Can you? Then tell me what I'm thinking right now. (laughs) 
True prophet of God does not speak of himself or seek his own glory, but he seeketh glory for God. In other words, there is what? No compromise in God's true prophets. John 7 and 18. He that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory. But he that seeketh his glory that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. People don't understand what no compromise really means from a true prophet. I've sat in services. Every service I've sat in, if I saw something that wasn't of God, God made me get up and address it. That's no compromise. I couldn't sit there and let it happen and I not address it if the people didn't know. I had to let them know. I used to see my daddy do that and man, I used to get scared for him. Because my dad would just, you know, we, I remember one time, this is a perfect example. I think me and my wife, we went to see him preach at a church <laughs> and this homosexual. And my daddy didn't do gays, Jack. That was, now you just drew to that. You, you crossed the line there. This homosexual played the piano, then he jumped up and directed, then he fixed the microphones. I mean, he sashayed all over that church. We saw every side of his gay tail twitching. And he just, I mean, just right, and I was standing there, I looked at the and I said, poor guy. George Lee, I told him, George Lee is about to get up and deal with him. Poor guy. As soon as my daddy got in the mic, see all this old gay, this old nasty. <laughs> my daddy was he was hardcore that pulpit. So he just got up and just set him on. He was already on fire. He just threw gasoline on him. But that's no compromise. You gonna let everybody in the church watch that, and then you gonna get up and talk about blessings? You're going to let the homosexuals run rampant in the service. And you're going to get up and talk about giving? Let's talk about giving AIDS and, and, and anal cancer. If we're talking about giving, look at somebody say, tell the truth. You got to tell the truth. And then they come to you afterwards. Man, you sure are bold. I'm not bold. That sissy was bold. I just did what any preacher should do. That was a bold sissy. No matter how he is hated of the world, he doesn't do the things to earn the favor of the world. To be a true prophet like Jesus, the world cannot love you. This is because they hated him and killed him because he taught against their compromise and selfish motives. Luke tells us, woe unto you when all men shall speak well of you. For so did their fathers to the who? Who got spoken well of? Who got spoken well of? False prophets. Speaking well of the false prophet. That sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? Speaking well of false prophets. It is impossible to hate truth and love God because God's spirit is the spirit of truth. The true test of a person's relationship with God is whether or not they love and embrace what? And though many claim Christ, if they shun absolute truth, then they do not what? Second Timothy 3 and 5, having a form or making it look like it's godly. But inwardly denying the power thereof. God says, from such do what? From such turn away. Summary. Jesus took away the ability to use relative truth. To be lifted up in the eyes of people. That's why they killed him. He took away the ability to use relative truth to be lifted up in the eyes of people. 
basically the Pharisees, scribes, all those that were lifted up in the eyes of people, the hierarchy, everything was formulated on relative truth and not the absolute truth. When Jesus came and taught the absolute truth, tore the hierarchies down. Even when he died, it was symbolic by ripping the veil of the temple. That's what it really meant. This is what angered his brethren and the religious leaders and hierarchies. They were no longer able to twist truth for profit or promotion. So in their eyes, Jesus had to go. He was interfering with their grandiose appearance and their fame. By opening up the eyes, minds, and hearts of the people to the absolute truth, Jesus was really hindering those that wanted to be lifted up by what they claimed God was doing. But when the fullness of God was there, they could no longer fool the people with their claims. We are living in the same time now. Those that seek platforms, fame, and money are running religious rackets in the church, and they are preaching and teaching what? Truth that fits your plan. And when the absolute truth is spoken by God's true prophets, they desire to stop it and destroy the prophets. But we must stand up in this last hour at all costs because the truth is the only thing that can what? Make us free. Second Peter 2 and 1. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be in the future, like in, as in now, false teachers among you who will secretly bring in lies and agendas, even denying the Lord that brought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. This is the scripture right here. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth, the true prophets, shall be what? And through covetousness, wanting more and more, but with fiend words, make merchandise of you. So you become money to them. Or did Peter see something? Did he see into the future? That's a prophet because he got it right. This is what we're seeing even now. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.